The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of Around the OAA. I'm one of the hosts of Between Terramina's and Last Three Brain Cells on Oriental Television. Like welcome to those watching on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching on Orient Neighborhood Television. Um, a lot to look at this week, obviously. Um, you know, when you look at recap in the 2021-2022 school year, um, it was crazy. It was wild. Um, a lot of things, you know, this school year. You know what I mean? The word unbelievable is... The understatement. I mean, that is a understatement how this school year's been. I mean, we've had three state champions crowned. Um, we've had Adams cheerleading. Um, West Bloomfield Girls basketball. Um, and now Bloomfield Hills and girls soccer um, that have took home state titles. Um, so a lot to talk about this week here on the podcast, um, obviously. And... Um, <clears throat> Let's um, you know, let's look at with recap. Obviously, the um, girls soccer recap um for the state final, Bloomfield Hills. They took home their first state title, two to one win in penalty kicks over um, over Northville um in the um state final, the divisional state final. Now, when you look at Bloomfield Hills' run, um, obviously Bloomfield Hills had a big um, they had a huge goal early on from um. Ava Badalo, um, of course, Badalo was very instrumental in their state championship run this year. Um, of course, she did get the winning penalty kick um, also for Bloomfield Hills, so, and she was playing injured. So, when you really look at it, um, when you look at Bloomfield Hills this season, um, they've had a lot of, you know, when you look at the division in the red, obviously, um, they were, you know, when you look at, Bloomfield Hills, I mean, like they were um fifth place at the in in um you know near the bottom of the red division and for them to peak at the right time, that says a lot um for what they've done, um, what they've accomplished, what they've um handled. Um obviously when you look at Bloomfield Hills, um you know, when you look at the Blackhawks, I mean like I think it really looks at I mean, like, you know, the fact that you peak at the right time of the postseason and turn it around, I think that's a real, real testament to them, um, you know, for what they did. I mean, like, obviously, you look at, you know, the district wasn't as good as as it was. Um, the regional, of course, you had to go through Lake Orion and Heartland. That's not an easy, easy um, area to go through. I mean, like, and... Obviously, when you look at Bloomfield Hills, I mean, like, um, you know, and then they got by, um, you know, Heartland was a huge deal for them, and then they got by Portage Central in the um, state semifinal, and then knocking off um, Northville. Of course, Northville was ranked the top team in the state, um, undefeated record. Um, just beat Rochester um, two to one, and two to one. I mean, like to get to the um, to the state finals, of course. Um, Rochester having an incredible season themselves um, before falling to the top team in the state, Northville. Um, obviously, you know, when you look at 
you know, Rochester season, of course, you know, the undefeated season. A lot of people, I felt personally that they were running with house money, um, you know, but Northville, well, Rochester's a very good team. They played a kiss of death schedule, um, you know, so, but back to Bloomfield Hills. I mean, obviously, you know, the schedule they played, um, they peaked at the right time, um, got by some really good teams. Um, so when we look at it, um, just a testament to, just a complete testament to the Blackhawks, um, you know, how they can adjust, you know, how they, you know, they won that game um, in penalties. The only downside I really didn't like at Michigan State, to be honest with you, is you have a lit-up scoreboard. And <clears throat> the fact that you use home and guess, you know, I I just don't understand why. You know, you have a lit-up scoreboard. You could put the team names on there. Um, I just don't understand why you don't do that. And that's something that really irked me a little bit while watching the highlights of the, um, of the state finals. Um, in all reality. Um, so when you really look at it, um, I mean, like, when you really look at Bloomfield's run, I mean, like, obviously, the Heartland game really turned things around that really... I think got them to believe that they could get this done. And the fact that they got it done um, said a lot. Um, obviously, you know, when you look at them, um, you know, and obviously when you look at them, um, you know what they did, obviously that's a big deal. I mean, it, and it, for the city of Bloomfield Hills, it's a big deal because, you know, especially, you know, last week I thought, you know, maybe – that they had a good chance to win that matchup over at the, um, over Adam Grand Ledge, of course, having to travel, I thought, you know, would be, you know, would give them a disadvantage. Um, but they overcame it and won a one nothing game um, over um, Portage Central. I mean, like, now Portage Central's a good team, but they've had some losses this year. Um and then on the flip side, you know, blue, and then knocking off Northville, obviously, Northville, cream of the crop, the state, um, <clears throat> sending a statement. That's incredible right there, obviously. Um, when you look at girls' soccer um, next season, obviously, you still got some really good teams. All three Rochester's are still going to be very good. I think both Troy's are going to be very good. Um, Bloomfield Hills, not the state title. Um you know, that's going to say a lot. Um, I think Octavus is going to be pretty good. I think Clarkson is going to be pretty good. Um, Lake Orion will be there. Um, I, and Lake Orion's got a lot coming back. I mean, like, they're still got to find some scoring somewhere. Um, but when you look at soccer, um, obviously the OA is going to be in line for a big year in girls' soccer next year. I mean, it really will be in line for a big soccer year next year. Um Obviously, we talked baseball last week. Of course, Orchard Lake St. Mary's won the state title in Division One, um, going 44-0. I think they're on a 64-game winning streak. Um, there's a reason why they're number one in the nation. But they had to survive growth point north 1-0. I mean, I was really surprised about that one. Um, they were loaded with starting pitching all year. Um, when you look at the e Eaglets, I mean, like, they were, they were solid. I mean, they were very good. Um, no doubt about it. Um, and then in Division One in softball, Allen Park won it. Um, the Jaguars knocked up Macomb, Dakota, 5-1. to one. 
Um, you know, I'm not sure one division two, but you know, in both baseball and softball, I'm not real sure. But, but, you know, when you look at baseball, I mean, like next year, obviously, you're looking at Adams, you're looking at Lake Orion. Those are the two teams to really watch for next year. Um, I think, you know, when you look at Clarkson, they lose a lot. Oxford loses a lot. Um, Stony Creek loses a lot. I mean, they're, they're a young team this year. <clears throat> but West Bloomfield is a team I'm really high on next year. They're going to be very good, I think. Um, North Farmington had a good year. Um, so in all reality, I mean, like, you really look at the, you know, how the season went, baseball, softball, and um, – Girls soccer. I mean, like, you always had a really nice year in girls soccer. But baseball, softball, you know, you look at, obviously, you had Lake Orion and Groves remaining in the regional final rounds. Of course, Lake Orion had to go against Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Groves lost a tough one to Groves Boyd North. Um, very competitive game there. But you got to give credit to where credit's due. Um, you know, I mean, like, both those two teams got to the state finals. Um they were really good, really tested. Um, just got to make sure, you know what I mean, things went to fruition. So we'll see how that goes. So we'll really, really see how that goes, um, you know, going forward in the next year. So, yep, so obviously, you know, the 2020, the 21-2022 school year, as we mentioned, um, as I mentioned earlier, it was a wild and crazy year. Um you know, we've had, you know, we started off the year with every with students in masks um, to start the year, um, which was, you know, I'm going like, uh, not again. You know what I mean? Just not again, you know. But, you know, they had to overcome that. The kids overcame it, you know. And then we had football, obviously, starting off the year, obviously, with some incredible wins. Um Adams getting the state final in football. Um, West Bloomfield also had a nice run. We only had, I think, nine teams in the postseason this year for football. And that was surprising um, considering. But we had some good teams in there. I mean, obviously, you know, you had um, I think when you look at football season, um, mostly you got to look at Oxford's run is basically one of the ones to remember the most because, you look at what Oxford had to go through. They had a really tough start. Um, they were on four to start the year. Then they knocked off. They they got, they pulled off, I think, four straight. And then they um, knocked off Chippewa Valley to close out the year. And that was incredible. Um, you know, when you really look at it here, I mean, I take it back on Oxford. Oxford, they started off 0-4. Um, 0-3, got it. Got the, um, had to play West Bluefield. Played them tough. Um but I think the win that really helped them was Chippewa Valley. And then, of course, that win against Clarkson in the first round of the playoffs was <clears throat> beyond monster, beyond huge. I mean, like, when you really look at what Clarkson did, I mean, like, what um, Oxford did, um, it based that game really, you know, <clears throat> I couldn't believe how Oxford exposed Clarkson's defense. Basically, it was not a good situation how that came out and you know for Clarkston I mean their defense was just exposed in that game um Salva Carl had the game of his life in that game 
Um, I know Tate Muir had um had had a really good game in that one as well. Brady Carpenter had a really nice game as well. It was in the rain. It was in the wind. Um, I remember Tate Muir's comments to D Zone. Um, what he said about um what he said um in that interview about Oxford football. Um, there is a um huge quote about that. Um, you know, I mean, like, but to me, that's one of Ox. That's one of the most, um, I was really, you know, a lot of people were not surprised Oxford would gone in there and be Clarkson. I mean, a lot of people were not surprised. I mean, considering how much experience Oxford had this year, um, you know, but I do remember that game really well because that was a game where I know a lot of people outside Oxford, uh, didn't give them a chance. Um, but <laughs> The fact that they did that and they stunned Clarkson on their home field, that says a lot. Um, really did say a lot, obviously. Um, but that was one of the games that I will remember, um, especially with, um, you know, with everything, you know, during the season, obviously. That that win for Oxford against Clarkson, that was absolutely huge, absolutely um, monumental. Um, I remember that one really, really well. Um, other games, of course, obviously you look at, um, you know, I, I mean like some of those games in the first round of the playoffs, I was just really wasn't surprised that happened. Bloopy Hills getting beat by Novi Detroit Catholic Central. Um, and then Chippewa Valley just beating Troy. I mean, like really, I wasn't really surprised that that happened. Um, I mean, like just really wasn't surprised that happened. Um. And then Adams' run, obviously, they went through Lapeer. Lapeer was a really good team. Had a really good running back in Brady McKenna. Um, just really impressed with how that game went. Um, and then, you know, and then, um, you know, and then you look at, obviously, Berkeley having a, losing a tough one in water for Mott. That was really tough. But I, I, Berkeley had a really nice year. Um, I thought, you know, when you look at the Bears, I mean, like, I think, I think Berkeley Athletics as a whole, had a really great year. And I'm going to describe that in a couple minutes because there's one game in particular in girls basketball, and I've talked about this many times. I think that's going to have, be the start of something for Berkeley basketball, um, girls basketball. Um, so that's something to really, really look at to remember the year with. Um, but when you got what well, Adams has run in football, to me, was one of the most memorable because let's not forget back in 2020, um, they had to, they played one game against Rochester and then that was it because of a COVID outbreak surrounding that team. Um, Adams this year, I mean, they had a lot of motivation. Um, knocked off West Bloomfield um, in the first round. Um, no, knocked off West Bloomfield in the first game of the year. It was sent a lot of headway, sent a lot of shock. Um, considering we knew how good West Bloomfield's program's been. Um, when you look at the Lakers, um, you know, West Bloomfield, they're, they had a nice year themselves. I mean, like, you know, um, Raekwon Nance, um, Ken Jones at running back. Um, you had um, Dylan Tatum as well. I mean, like, a lot of them going to, you know, Dylan Tatum going to be a Spartan. Um, but... You know, West Bloomfield, of course, when I watched their game against Novi, I mean, like, in the first round, I was really disappointed with their discipline. 
and you know, but West Bloomfield, you know, I think when you look at the Lakers, you know, this upcoming season, and I think it's going to come down to this one for them. But you know, they, I know for them, it's always been state championship or bust for them. So I'll be curious to see what happens for them next year. Really curious. Um, but a- back to Adams. I mean, like obviously Adams in the white division. Um, Won the division. Um, you know, I remember that game against North Farmington. They had a nice win against them. Um, and then getting the postseason. Mentioned Lapeer. They beat Oxford in the first round. Um, um, they knocked out the Wildcats. Um, you know, so when you really look at it, I mean, like, and then, of course, going into the region against West Bluefield where – they had to come back from 13 up and down to knock off the Lakers um, by one point. Um, that said a lot right there. Um, obviously, it said a lot. Um, credit where credit's due. Um, Lakers really, really played well. On us. The Highlanders battled back, played, I mean, like, played well. Um, now, the only issue I had with Adams, they didn't have a lot of depth. I mean, like, obviously, not. You know, and you know, in Division One, you have to have depth. But Adams really, they they didn't have a big team. They didn't have a deep team. I mean, so when anybody look at Adams, I mean, like to do this is pretty remarkable. I mean, and then you play Grand Blank, who's one of the biggest school districts in the entire state, and you have to go on an air all air raid attack against Grand Blank, which was, you know, I knew Parker Pico had an arm. I mean, I knew coming in. And my co-host, Ian Locke, did as well. Um, but for them to go all air raid on them, I mean, like, just really remarkable. Um, absolute remarkable. Um, you know, and then, you know, the knocked off Grand Blank, especially with that deep a team that they've had. And then to close out the year um, and to get the state final against Belleville where, you know, things didn't work out. Obviously, they lose their... Um, top lineman who's out for the um, game um, and to give up 55 points against Belleville um, was really shocking and demoralizing obviously um, with way how things were um, obviously so you know so when you look at Adams um, you know Adams had an incredible season um, this year in football I mean they had a really incredible year um and that's something I will never forget um, this season was that run that Adams made. Um, volleyball, um, Lake Orion getting to the regional finals. Um, you know, that was something. Um, you know, of course, um, I was also shocked in volleyball with Clarkson's upset loss to Lakeland. I didn't expect that to come. Um, just didn't see that coming. Um, you know, that was a head scratcher for me was that shocking loss um so that was a shocker for me was that game um obviously you know we've had um you know obviously of course um when you look at the school year of course you know a lot of people look at you know getting ready to start basketball getting ready to start wrestling and all that then we had the um then we had the un- the unthinkable happened on November 30th and you know and I I still am at loss for words what happened you know that 
four people lost their lives at Oxford. Um, seven people were hurt. Um, it was, it, I mean, like, there's no words to describe what happened. No words. You know, no words. And, you know, for um, the community um, to get together, to stay together, you know, Oxford Strong, um, you know, then the entire state, you know what I mean, like, rallied, you know, around these kids, around the community. Um, Oxford Athletics really helped, in my opinion, you know, healed, you know what I mean, in January, healed the, um, you know, the community and wake what happened. Um, you know, I mean, like, I and this tragedy is still being played out. I mean, we got the court cases coming up in October. We have lawsuits, um, you know, going on. I think there's seven of them um, going against the Oxford School District. Um, but I'm going to leave all that legal for one day. I mean, just the rallying, you know, for these kids, the support from everybody. Um, you know, in a time of need, you know, I mean, like I look at obviously, and, and I did, and I did a special on this, obviously, you know, you look at the, um, Lake Warrior, um, Oxford contingency, um, you know, you look at, of course, you know, you know, coming together, you know, knowing how tight, you know, the community has been, I mean, like the community is, I mean, like, you know, and everybody, around Oxford. I mean, I remember February 3rd. I mean, like Oxford, um, when the MHA, um, you know, Mark Yo, the executive director made a, um, made Oxford day. I mean, like on February 3rd, of course, that was when Oxford boys basketball, um, got to play back at Ian Smith against Berkeley. I remember that game really well. I remember wearing the t-shirt Oxford strong. I mean, you know, that was, that was a, um, that was a huge moment, you know, in bringing the community back together. Um, just Oxford Athletics, I mean, like what they did. I mean, Oxford Wrestling won a Oakland County meet title. Um, Oxford Bowling won a county title in bowling. <laughs> um, and they both had two um, players on their teams that were um, that were in the tragedy. I mean, you know, for... For for that to happen, you know, is remarkable. I mean, like for for Oxford wrestling and Oxford bowling for to win Oakland County titles, um, that says a lot. Um, heck of an accomplishment, especially with the circumstances that everything was going on around them. Um, you know, and you know, and and I know sports has always been an important factor of healing. I mean, like and. You know, and I, it's going to still continue to be that way, especially when you look at when you look at coming up with football. I mean, like obviously football coming up. I'm very curious to see how Oxford does this this fall. I mean, like obviously you're honoring one of your own. Um, you know, you're obviously you know yeah in a in Tate Mirror. Um, you're also um, you know you're honoring. You know what I mean. It's going to be very interesting to see how Oxford does. I mean, like, I am going to be very curious to see how Coach Jack Lyons' team is going to look 
this season. There's a lot of questions at quarterback for them. Um, um, playing in the red, obviously, and then you have a very tough schedule coming up. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Oxford. Um, very curious to see what happens, especially when you look at the red. Um, when you look at, obviously, Lake Orion's got a new coach in Chris Bellback. Um, you look at Clarkson, they got a new coach in Justin Pentar. Um, you also look at, um, you know, you look at West Bloomfield, you know, they're going to be loaded again. Adams, they're going to be loaded again. So, and Stony Creek's not a bad team as well. So when you look at Oxford, um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with them. I mean, like, I mean, like, I know they're going to play inspired. They're going to play for each other. They're going to play for their community. Um, so I will be very curious. I'll be keeping a very close eye on this this summer um, with the Oxford um, with Oxford coming up into the season. So a lot to look at when you look at the Wildcats. Um, let's look at basketball now. Obviously, of course, we had boys bat. I mean, like we had boys basketball this year. Um, obviously, Ferndale getting into the Division Two State um, Finals um, had to knock off them. Um, but they lost to Grand Rapids Catholic Sutch for second straight year. Um, when you look at the play, I mean, Ferndale loses two very good guys in Trey Lewis and um, Jason Drake. That's going to be, um, those are two big losses for Coach Juan Rickman. So I'm very curious to see how the Eagles respond next year um, for Coach Rickman. Um, but for them getting the Division II State Finals, um, really said a lot about their program. Um, they should be good again next year. Um, curious to see how they replace the scoring production without Drake and Lewis. Those are going to be something to really watch for. Um, and when you look at Ferndale, um, they should be good again next year. I mean, I mean, when you look at the red division this year, I mean, look at the year, obviously you've had, you've had a lot of things, you know, obviously the Oxford, um, Obviously, Oxford's run um, in their district, knocking off Davison, that was really huge. Um, Lake Orion had to go through a coaching change midseason. Um, led him to a white t- share of the white title with Bloomfield Hills. Um, Bloom, I mean, like, obviously with them, um, you know, and then when you look at the districts, I mean, North Farmers, of course, won in their district pretty easily. Um, having to take on um, UD, having to take on, I think it was, um, UD Jesuit, they took on, um, lost that one um, in the regional semifinals. Um, and then, obviously, you know, you have Harper Woods coming in the league. Um, Harper Woods won a district title this year um, in girls basketball and um, boys basketball um, after having a really rough year in the um, gold division their first year. I mean, like, they had a chance to win the division but lost twice to Royal Oak. That was a, um, that was something. I mean, and then, obviously, you look at um, and then of course you look at the um, you know the Clarkson of course winning a district title, getting the regional final, lost to Novi Detroit Catholic Central. Um, in, I'm curious to see Clarkson next year. I mean, Braden Wiley would be a very good player for them. Um, Luke Scherler, um, John Call coming back. Um, I think Clarkson's got some pieces, you know, to build around. I think they're going to be just fine. But the team I mentioned earlier I'm watching is Oxford. Um, the Wildcats, of course. Um, got Jake Champagne. Um, you got um Brandon, you got Dom Cassisi coming back. Um, 
you got Logan Rosansky, you got, um, you know, I mean, like, curious to see how Oxford's interior is going to be next year for Coach Steve Laylaw. Really curious to see what happens there. Um, I know a lot of people talk about North Farmington next year um, being a possible state title contender. That is true. I think North Farmington's got a good chance. Um, Landon Williams, you got Prince Jackson coming. You got um, Paris, ja- I mean, Prince, Paris Jackson coming in from Farmington. Um, I mean, they have, um, you know, they have um, a lot of pieces there. Um, and we have Ryan Hurst as well. I mean, a lot of pieces there for Coach Todd Negotian next year um, to build that team. I think North Farmington will be a team to watch in the red for sure next year. Um, when you look at um, girls basketball, this is where I think, you know, when you look at, I mean, you always had a really nice year. I mean, in girls basketball. Um, Berkeley, and this is where it comes to Berkeley Athletics. Because Berkeley Athletics had a really nice year. Really nice year. Especially in the girls sports. They won a district in volleyball. Won a district in softball. Those were two that you would expect they would win. But girls basketball was probably the one that nobody thought would come. And the reason why I say this is because, you know, and I mentioned this a couple times. Um, they pulled off, Berkeley girls basketball this year was middle of the pack in the white. They were middle of the pack. Um, had some good wins um, and some really tough losses. So when you look at Berkeley in their district, you have Detroit Renaissance in there. The Phoenix. A team that had, was in a lot of showcase games. A team that was in a lot of... A team that was in a lot of... You know, had a lot of young talent. They went to the state finals in Division One last year. That says something. That really says something. And when you look at the Bears, the season that they've had, the incredible season they've had. I mean, you have for them to knock off the runner-ups on their home floor by 20 points. That's going to make a media pundit crazy. But Berkeley did that at March 4th night. I mean, I got to give coach Cody Feltner. I got to give Ashley Loon Sammy Withrow, Jillian Gomes, Ava Beard, Sammy Withrow, Avery Wintergarden. Um, anybody else I didn't name on that Berkeley team, a ton of credit. Yes, now Berkeley had the number two seed in the district. But for them to play that performance against Detroit Renaissance, a perennial state powerhouse, a perennial contender in the state, team that plays in a lot of showcase games. That says something right there. That says something. That, to me, is one of the biggest upsets I have ever seen throughout the state of Michigan. Because nobody, nobody gave them a chance. And they did that on Detroit Renaissance's home floor. Win by 20. That says something right there. That really does. Another upset of mine was Troy. 
Now, people are going to say, well, the Colts girls basketball team, you know, I mean, like, yes, Troy's had lost three opening round games. They lost three games in the first round um, to really, um, you know, they lost twice to Utica and then once to Rochester. Um, and then for what Troy did in the district final against Warren Cousineau, Warren Cousineau came in as the top seed in the district. Um, they were coming to Troy's home floor. Troy had the word black. They were designated the road team in that district. They got to sit on their home bench. Um, but for Alyssa Mantuza, um, a player who had ACL, who had an ACL injury during the summer, um, worked her tail off to get back, um, had to, um, you know, shug up the rust. Um, I know that I know against Rochester, she missed the winning three, um, against them, but to hit the, to hit the winning three against Warren Cousineau to see the, um, the Troy Colt student section go crazy. I still don't understand that deer head though at times. So, but that's beside the point, but for that, for, for Troy to hit the winning three against Warren Cousineau, that says something right there. But when I read the media pundits, they were saying, well, okay, Troy, you know, Warren Cousineau, this was their chance to win the district title. Um, I didn't buy that one thing. And I'll tell you why I didn't buy that because Troy had a chance in that district because obviously Alyssa Mantuza coming back, that made Troy a different team. Obviously you had Kendall Zider there, you had Char Saboka there. I mean, Lizzie Buzneck had a really nice year. Reagan Zider. Um, I mean, like, I really look at that that game against Warren Cousineau was the one that said, you know what? Troy can believe. You know, Troy Troy can believe um, they, what they did against Warren Cousineau, that was a statement. Big time statement there. And that winning three by Alyssa Mantuza, that says a lot right there. Um, you got to give credit to where credit's due. Um, Mantuza, you know, basically, it was redemption for her hitting at three. Um, you know, with about three seconds left, sends that sends the players into a frenzy, and then Troy wasn't done from there. I mean, they knocked off um, St. Clair Shores Lakeview, and then beating. Macomb Lance Cruz North, who I thought was favored to win that region. Um, for Alyssa Man, I mean, like for Troy to win that regional, I think it was their first ever regional crown. That says a lot right there. Um, obviously, it's a statement win for Troy um, to get to the state quarterfinals to play in that final week. Heck of an accomplishment for Troy. Um, obviously, there for them. Um, and then we got Lake Orion. I mean, Lake Orion, obviously, when you look at the dragon season this year, um, you know, you look at them, I mean, like had, of course, three tragedies that have really hit that program, um, before the season started. I mean, and then, you, and then they start off one and one, they win 10 straight games, um, had a rough patch. Especially rough week last week of the season where they were mentally spent. Um, and then that district. 
um, that district rounds. They knocked off Adams. They knocked off Stony Creek. Knocked off Rochester. Um, you know, Lake Orion was a team that really, you know, got it together. Um, they were in it with Clarkson in the region for three quarters. I mean, but at the end of the day, you got to get credit where credit's due. Um, you know, I mean, like, but Lake Orion had a really nice year. Um, won their first, won a first district game in 10 years. Their first district title, I think, since 2010. Um, and the Dragons are a team to be, are going to be a scary team to watch next year. Rochester's another one. I mean, Rochester's, they got four starters back themselves. I mean, Alice Mack, Kylie Robinson um, are going to be really good players. I'm curious to see the development of Elena Webb, Ava Williams, um, Stevie Norgrove, um, and Miss Pleasant. You know, I think they're going to be solid for Coach Bill Thurston. Um, I think they're going to be very good. Um, Oxford's another team I'm high on next year. Stony Creek is another one I'm high on. Um, Berkeley, I think, is going to be there. North North Farmson returns two very good. Um, they're two they're two top scores. Um, but then you look at West Bloomfield. I mean, West Bloomfield, obviously, with their story. Um, the Lakers missed the postseason in 2021 because of a COVID outbreak, and the fact they were in a really tough district with Birmingham Marion in there. There were some really good teams in that district, and West Bloomfield won that district. Um, the regional West Bloomfield had that regional on their home floor. Um, you know, that really helped them out in the state quarterfinals. They took on Troy. Teeter were very familiar with. <laughs> but when they went to East Lansing, had to play Rockford in a virtual road game. I mean, the whole north side of the Breslin Center was surrounded in orange. Um, course, Rockford's colors are orange and black. And for for West Bloomfield to win that game, to show the morale, to be really good, um, you know, to win their to win that game against the Rockford team that just knocked off the defending state champs in Hudsonville, um, that said a lot about their character. And then they took on Hartland. I mean, you know, Heartland, you know, came on. I mean, Heartland was right. I think for me personally with Heartland, I'm going to be flat honest. Yeah, that Heartland was riding house money. I mean, they had to survive against Clarkston. Um, they had to survive that game. I mean, Clarkston, you know, Clarkston had a chance to win that game against Heartland. I mean, I mean, the Wolves, if you look at what they've seen that they had. I mean, obviously, you look at Matty Sarovsky, um, going to Michigan State. Had a 42-point game against Lake Orion um, in the regional semifinals. Um, almost did it to, almost did it against Heartland. You know, I mean, like, I mean, they're one shot. Clarkson was one shot away from pulling that, pulling that upset off. And we would have been talking, we could have been talking Clarkson maybe in the state quarterfinals. State quarterfinals. We could have been talking Clarkson. I mean, that's how close that was for Heartland. Now, people ask me about Heartland. Obviously, you got you know Don Palmer um, over there. Um, it was his last year there. But when I look at Heartland, I thought they they looked primed to be upset because, in my opinion, I thought the OAA was a tougher conference than the KLA, and it showed. 
it showed. I mean, you know, when you look at Clarkston had Heartland beat, I mean, like, um, you know, it took a arch of survival for for Heartland to win that game against Clarkston. Um, and then Heartland, of course, had to go to double over, had to go to overtime, basically save their season. Um, when they beat um Midland Dow, um, so in the in the in, in the quarterfinals, and then you know they won their state semifinal game, and then taking on West Bloomfield, where I West Bloomfield to me was completely the better team. They were the better team in that game against Heartland, and it showed. I mean, West Bloomfield had quickness. Their depth, I mean, like their um, their starting lineup. Obviously, when you look at their starting lineup, both Davis sisters, both Hooper, I mean, Myona Hooper, and both Hendrick sisters. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, like, I know Myona Hooper's going to Detroit, to the Detroit University, of Detroit Mercy. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if both Davis sisters get offered by D1 schools, or both Hendrick sisters get offered by D1 schools. But for Coach Jeremy McAllister, that's a huge accomplishment. That's a huge deal. Um, that's a huge, huge deal. Huge statement. Um, for the Lakers. Um, I think when you look at the end of the day here, West Bluefield. Um, and they got and they got four starters coming back. I mean, like they West Bluefield looks prime position to repeat. They look prime position to repeat, and. I'll tell you what, girls basketball next year, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, you got in that red division, you got West Bloomfield, Lake Orion, Rochester, Clarkston, Stony Creek. Could have some really strong saves. Um, in the white, you got Oxford, North Farmington, um, Berkeley, Seaholm. Um, maybe Harper Woods could be a player. Um and then the blue, Bloomfield Hills, um, Farmington. I mean, Fernand University, Pontiac, or Wildcards. I mean, like, it. I mean, girls basketball next year in the OA is going to be really good. It's going to be really good. So I'm curious to see what happens next year in the girls basketball ranks. Cheerleading, of course, Adams winning your, um, I think it's their third state title. Um, the city of Rochester has really owned a competitive cheerleading with all three schools having state titles. Um, that says a lot there. Um, wrestling, obviously, I'm looking at next year. You got Dave, you got Clarkson, Oxford, the teams to watch um, next year on the mats. Um, and then we go into the spring. Um, obviously, when you look at spring, um, in baseball, obviously, you got Lake Orion and Adams. We <laughs> mentioned both those teams. I mean, Adams won a district title. Um, Harper Woods won a district title in baseball, um, winning their district by a combined 37 nothing. Um, and then Lake Orion winning their district title. Um, you know, and then um, it's set up to be really interesting, you know, and then Groves won a baseball title. Um, obviously when you look at Groves, I mean, like, you know, a lot of people look at them and say, well, that district that they had, they you had to deal with Troy Athens, but Royal Oak had an incredible district run. They had an incredible district run. And that says a lot, you know, just an absolute incredible district run for, for Groves. Um, 
And then Groves knocked off from um, UD Jesuit. Um, Lake Orion and Adams, they played. I was really shocked. It was 11-1. to That score was. Um, and then, um, and then, knock, and then, um, and then, of course, Lake Orion had to run into Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Um, Harper Woods ended up losing their game um, to um, Gross Eel. Um, so, for Harper Woods, I mean, like, I'll break that down in a couple minutes with Harper Woods. Um, you know, their first year in the league. Um, but Harper Woods' first year, I mean, like, um, in baseball, results in the district championship, that, that's pretty good for the Pioneers. Really good. Um, softball, um, obviously, of course, um, you know, Harper Woods winning a district title. Lake Orion won a district title. Um, Adams won a district title. Um, you know, for for... I mean, North Farmington won a district title um, as well. I mean, so when you look at, and then three of the four meeting in the um, state semi and the um, regionals, um, unfortunately, um, no OA teams won it past the regionals, but Harper Woods had a really interesting time with um, with Trenton. Of course, that was a really tough loss for them. Um, and then you look at, um, actually, no, Harper Woods played center line. And Centerline won that game in the regional semifinals pretty easily. I was really surprised there. Um, Adams getting there, um, getting to the regional finals, only allowing a total of um, of two runs. I mean, like that's unheard of for a team that's won a a, reg- a, a regional title. You know that didn't win a regional title, only to allow two runs. That's unheard of. Um, but that's what happened to Adams this year. Um, so when you look at softball next year, obviously Clarkson's going to be a player. Adams could be a player. Lake Orion could be a player, um, next year. Um, so that's something to really watch for heading into next year is obviously that from the ranks of softball. Um, and then you have tennis. Bloompy Hills was second this year to Ann Arbor Pioneer, um, that was, I think Bloom Bay Hills will be back next year. They're going to be very good. Um, golf, watch for Lake Orion next year. I think the Dragons could be a team to watch. So can be Rochester Adams as well. Um, of course, um, Lake Orion took 7th and Adams took 13th in, in boys golf this year. Um, so, in all reality, I mean, like, so really, when, and they have lacrosse, obviously. Girls lacrosse. Um... Watch for Lake Orion. Watch for Bloomfield Hills. I mean, Bloomfield Hills um, will be a team to watch next year. Birmingham United always will be in the conversation. Um, I mean, Oxford will be all right next year. Um, something to really watch for next year in lacrosse. Boys lacrosse, you got Clarkston, Lake Orion, Adams. Um, those are some teams to really watch for heading into next year. Um, I really think Adams could be a team. You know, that could do some damage this year. I really, really think the Highlanders could be a team that, you know, could do some damage. Um, Really, really high on with them. Um, I think when you look at the Highlanders, um, you know, I think there's a lot of potential with Adams um, heading into next year. So, in all reality, I mean, like, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, A lot of great performances this year. Um... Obviously, on the field, also in the classroom, 
um, a lot of a lot of great memories. Um, you know, a lot of positive. You know, when you look at the season, obviously. Um, and then we had a new member this year in Harper Woods. Um, when you look at the Pioneers, obviously um, starting their season off in the winter. Um, you know what their basketball team's going to be. Um, we're in the goal to start off the year. Of course, um, their girls went nineteen and one. I mean, sorry, eighteen and two this year. Um, both losses came to see home, um, but they got to the district final, um, losing to Sinclair Shore South Lake. Um, now their reward is they get moved up to Division One for um, for um, every sport except football. Um, they are in Division Two for football. Um, likely going to be seeing Burmy. Likely could be on a collision course with Warren D. LaSalle. Um, but when I look at Harper Woods, I mean, like, you know, I think for them, coming into the OAA was the right move for them. Even though the travel is going to be pretty hectic for them having to go into Oakland County. Um, but I know they're going to have to go through, um, I know there's going to be some times they're going to have to go to Oxford. Um, there's going to be some times where teams in the North have to go down to Harper Woods. I mean, like, you know, imagine it's not a, it's a tough travel for them having to go through, um, up I-94, um, you know, 75 I-94. It's really difficult. Um, especially, in rush hour, it's going to be difficult. I mean, but for Harper Woods, you know, I'm very curious to see how their football team does this year. Um, does, um, I mean, like, going to be in the white. I mean, Jacob, I mean, yeah, Coach Rob Olden, he should have a good team. Um, they got questions at quarterback. They got questions at, um, you know, at running back. Of course, they lost two of their guys last year um, to graduation. Um, so I'm very curious to see what Harper Woods does their first full year. Playing football in the OAA. Um, schedule's brutal. I mean, curious to see how things go um, with them going forward. Um, overall, um, I thought this was a great year for the OAA. Um, an unbelievable year. You know what I mean? With everything that's been going through, obviously, you know, we talked the Ox we talked to Oxford. Um, we talked um you know, I'm very curious to see what happens heading into the 2022-2023 um, school year. Um, you know, it's just, it's been unbelievable for everybody that's had to go through. I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, you know, range of emotions, happiness, um, you know, sadness. Um, just, we've all been through, you know, and... I mean, like, even even now, I mean, you got a lot of excitement heading into the 2022-2023 school year. 2021-2022, um, you know, you know, for athletics in the OAA, it was a great year. Obviously, three state championships. Um, you know, when you look at it especially, it was a great year for, um, for a lot of athletic programs. Um, I view 2022-2023 as a year of hope, um, opportunity, um, you know, for several teams to perform, play very well. Um, I am very curious to see how things go um, this upcoming season. I mean, like this upcoming fall, of course, we're in the heart of summer now, starting in the um, middle of June, of course, um, 
you know, with everything going on. I know um, the MHA just released their um, boys soccer and girls basketball and um, girls volleyball districts. Um, I will have that up later um, during the week. Um, my early insight and thoughts um, of how each district was. Um, I do have, um, I have been writing them down. Um, I did release a projection list for boys basketball and girls basketball districts. Um, I will put that up. It's on my blog right now at Saginaw Bay 4650 at blogspot.com. Um, when you look at, when you look at the, um, at the season upcoming, um, in boys soccer, obviously you still got Troy Athens to be a team to watch. Um, Berkeley's a team to watch. Troy's a team to watch. Um, Clarkston, Oxford are going to be team to, teams to watch as well. All three Rochester schools, Adams, Stony Creek, um, Rochester, they're going to be teams to watch for sure. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, it'll be really interesting. Um, very curious to see what happens going forward. Um, I mean, like, and then you look at the Bible districts, obviously, you know, those came out. I mean, like, some really interesting districts to keep an eye on. Um, I think the one at, um, I think the one at Bloompia Hills is going to be very interesting to watch. Um, and the one at Clarkson are going to be really interesting to watch because those are going to be really tough districts in volleyball to watch. Um, so really curious to see what happens going forward, heading into 2020, 2022, 2023 school year. Um, just everything that we've went through this season, um, you know, and it was it was tough. I mean, like a lot of great success, a lot of great memories, a lot of toughness, a lot of grit. Every already coming together on OA Nation. Um, just something to really, really watch for, look forward to um, as we head into the year. Um, my message to the 2021-2022 kids, congratulations on graduating. Um, you are destined for bigger and brighter things ahead as you head on into college. Um, I mean, there's brightness and greatness ahead of you. That's my message to the classes of 2021 and 2022 um you know as we head into 2022 2023 um of course um i will not be on next week um i will be out of town to celebrate the fourth of july coming up this week um so make sure you stay tuned to the blog at saginaw bay 4650 at blogspot.com for the latest information on districts um so my message to everybody is this, you know, make sure everybody stays strong. Um, stay strong, be positive, enjoy everything you have. You know what I mean? I mean, like, that's my message um, to everybody um, around OA Nation. Um, as we get ready for the start of fall, um, a lot of opportunities are ahead of us. A lot of excitement coming up. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, take everything one day at a time. All right, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, you will not see me until, I think, in July 5th. Um, um, so I think that's when we'll start getting the um, football calls and everything. Um, talk to some coaches, you know what I mean? 
see what's going on in the last two weeks. Um, hopefully we know something on the coaching searches for boys basketball at Southfield Arson Tech and Bluefield Hills. Um, so if we'll have those on the blog as well at Saginaw Bay 4650 at blogspot.com. Hopefully the MHA releases districts or basketball. Um, I know they're going to release the regionals pretty soon for cross country, swim and dive, and um, and also um, ten- and also um, tennis and golf. So we'll see what happens going forward. All right, now everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care. God bless. See you on the fifth, everybody. Take care. And I'll see you next week, everybody. See you later. Boy Nation. Stay strong. Boy Nation.